Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hello, and welcome to Jokes with Mark Simmons, the podcast where I chat to another comedian about jokes they can't get to work. As always, I am joined in the podcast studio with the one and only comedian, Danny Ward. Comedian, uh, independent filmmaker. Actor, presenter, writer. Star of a two-thirds of a double page in The Guardian. For uh, uh, directing. Yeah. That's nice. Let's start with that. You got you're in you're 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 in the Guardian. Well, I thought there's a couple of things we could plug here. One of them, I was going to say where we are today. We don't plug on this podcast, don't we? <laughs> yeah, all the time. <laughs> Too much of anything. I was just going to say because because <laughs> where where are we today? We're in a, we're in a, in, in a satellite studio. We are in in, in the hipster central uh, Clapton. In a, in, a, in, a, in a, let's face it, a studio space that uh, it couldn't be any more hipster if we were wading in smashed avocado. <laughs> we're doing the, it's, a, it's an afternoon, yeah. Sunday afternoon show. It's, yeah. it's great. Well, it's uh, Jeff Innocent Song, Callie Beaton, um, Andrew Mensah, yourself. I'm hosting the shindig, brought the speakers with me. So you can, yeah. so you can add, t- add uh, Rody to that list at the beginning. <laughs> So There's that, no point plugging that show now, is it? Because it's A, it's sold out, and B, by the time you get yeah. this out, it will but be But that's where past. we are. We're just setting the scene. We're setting yeah. the scene. We're having a nice time. We, 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 this is lovely because we haven't seen each other for a while. Because Danny Ward has taken the maverick approach to Edinburgh the week before, two weeks before, just went camping. <laughs> well, some people think it's important to have an um, impactful series of previews in order to <laughs> really hone your show before you reach Edinburgh. I thought it was more important to find myself on the cliff in Devon. <laughs> good news is, I found myself. Did you? Yeah. Did you? Good, good. Was it, how was it? It was good as gold, Mark. Do you know, I, two years ago I found this campsite in Bigbury in Devon. I, in fact, can you bleep that out because I don't want people to know it exists. <laughs> it's my own taste of paradise and it looks out <laughs> over to uh, Burr Island. Can you bleep that out as well? And I just pitched my tent. Two years ago, it was all in the midst of COVID. And I, as I said then, COVID just doesn't exist here. Yeah. And basically, I can extend that now. No problems exist here. All you've got to think about is surviving the, quite frankly, brutal freezing <laughs> cold conditions at night. <laughs> the, quite frankly, um, you know, audacious heat that, that smashes down on you through the day. And, and the reasonably high winds. So, uh, other than that, it's it great. It's not so much a holiday, more like surviving. <laughs> but again, probably preparing for the uh, end of the world. Slash Edinburgh. Slash Edinburgh. Um, very sim- quite very similar. similar. <laughs> yeah. Um, did you do any work on your show when you were... Oh, Mark, I did so much work on my did show. You, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Oh, good. Well, uh, well, when I say that, someone took a video of me surfing and where I fell off the surfboard. <laughs> you did. I've seen that. It's really funny. So that I'm sticking that into the PowerPoint. <laughs> that constitutes working on the Edinburgh show, doesn't it? Is that, was that it? Then? Actually, I'll tell you what. Uh, should, we, should I tell you what I've worked on for the intro? I'd love to. Okay, I thought, so I'll turn up to the gig. It's called You Get What You Pay For, as everyone knows. So that's my get-out-of-jail-free card. And um, I will say, uh, just come back from uh, camping. Well, I, I had three things to do. I had to find myself... Finish my Edinburgh show and learn how to surf. Okay. Turns out, nailed all three. Then I'll show the video of me falling off the <laughs> surfboard and go, you're in for a treat. Uh, oh, that's really Bit nice. of fun, isn't it? Is that, that's the opening gambit. Yeah, and also I've got, yeah, and then I've got a thing about finding myself. Oh, okay. Uh, ask me how I'm feeling. How are you feeling, Danny? Neither good nor bad, as it should be. Yeah. See? What's then, that? It's philosophy. Yeah, yeah, I've found myself. And when you say that, so when someone asks how you are and you say that, neither good nor bad, as it should be, then obviously people can then foresee that you are a bit of a cunt. <laughs> <laughs> so that's me finding myself a bit. Yeah. And then also talking about the show, I'm going to tell people that it's not actually as advertised an hour. It is now 50 minutes due to the increased cost of um, you know, materials. Uh, I haven't <laughs> put the price up. I've just reduced the amount. <laughs> okay. The wagon wheel model. The price up there is free. Which everyone's doing it now, aren't they? I had a, I had a Twix the other day that I honestly thought was one of those uh, heroes or miniatures. Oh, because it was so small? Yeah. 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 It was not the length of my thumb mug. Wow. So if everyone's making things smaller, they're yeah. getting 47 and a half minutes out of me. But, well, you, you, you stated that. You made it down clear. Well, it's an hour in the, in the brochure, you see. Oh, is it? But uh, the reason for that is... You will not find, not, you will not find a single person in Edinburgh going to watch a show sitting in a hot, sweaty little cave mm. with an uncomfortable seat gets to 47 and a half minutes and go, I want the last 12 oh, minutes. Mark, never, no one in the history of time has left a comedy show going, I wish that was longer. No. Um, also, um, <laughs> it's not hot and sweaty, Mark. It's got the best air conditioning in, in um, yeah, Edinburgh. Have, yeah, the Banshee yeah, yeah. Labyrinth chamber room at 345. <laughs> it's, it's, it's as cool as a cucumber. But I, I haven't actually been... I've never done. A, I've never done a show in the liquid rooms at one forty-five. I don't know what their air conditioning is like, but I imagine it's amazing. Yeah, well, it's a, it's a nightclub, isn't it? So it's especially post-COVID, yeah. they've got the best air filtration systems going, mate. Yeah, there we but go. But the other thing about that, because I always dread going to watch Edinburgh shows, yeah. simply because of the length I, of them. Because oh, oh, well, I get I have a bad back, so I can't sit. Well, I long. have a um uh, a couple of pints. So I just <laughs> <laughs> was that time. Remember that time I left Nick? Nick, should I, should I tell that story? Oh yeah, what was oh, that? Oh, that was so humiliating. Oh yeah, the Nick Helms. And Nick, I was watching Nick Helms' show because his show or the no, his show, his the show, not the not, not the musical. Not the I musical, mate. I would have wet myself. So we rather, I would have wet myself rather than leave that musical. We went to see the musical yeah. once. You love a musical. I saw it twice, and we loved it so much. You kept when I saw yeah, it yeah, twice. Yeah. Brilliant. It's really Absolutely good. What was that brilliant. called? It was called I Think You Stink. Yeah. Yeah. What was that? It. Well, that's you know that's three if not four years ago. Um, I think you stink. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Um, that's how much I loved it that I can't remember the name but, no, but you, I mean that's a we all know that I love musicals you bloody loved it but then um, I was had a couple of pints oh. before I went to see Fr Nick Hell. friend of uh, friend of the show Charlie is uh, delivering a nice Coca-Cola thank you very much Charlie um, so you went to watch Nick's went to watch show. Nick's show with a couple of pints but I, I should point out I'm friends with Nick right and went with Gareth Richards and um, I really needed a wee to the point where it was really really bad and um, <laughs> I had to go to the loo, Mark. I had to. <laughs> and I went to get the loo. And when I tried to come back, they wouldn't, they don't let you back in. <laughs> yeah. So it looked like to Nick Helm that I'd walked out of the show. 
<laughs> I was mortified. Did, did he he, he, he actually brought that up quite recently, and I did thought, he? yeah, re- re- reasonably. I know. So I he saw really you leave. Yeah, he saw me th- leave, mate, and then saw me not come back. Yeah, I might have to get some of them adult pampers. But did you tell him at the time what happened? Well, no, because I couldn't get back in the show. But you didn't afterwards. You didn't tell him. I mean, I think I might have just hoping he hadn't saw me. You see, right? So I didn't sort of bring it up. The other thing about our shows is, is what I say to people is, if say, well, if it, I say it's a 47 and a half minute show, you know, and I've already done two and a half minutes. So if you were coming here dreading the thought of an hour long show, you already caught the way through it. Yeah, that's pretty, yeah, yeah. Any three quarters left? I don't know what's, I always think that for me, I always think less is more. I do. I, I do that. In the, I think in the club set, like if someone says it's a 20 to 30 minute set, I will rarely go over 22. Unless I've particularly got something to work on. Because if it's going well... Leave them wanting more. Yeah, why risk ruining well, it? Exactly. And the thing is, I think sometimes promoters think that they're getting 10 minutes more than 20 minutes. But it's not really... Just doesn't have a 10-minute more break. No one knows the difference. Yeah, it doesn't really work in terms of number of minutes they're buying. They're buying a quality of your performance. And mm. it being longer does not necessarily equate to it being better. Yeah. like The other day, there was a 35-minute set. When I got there, I, I looked at the thing. 35 minutes, mm. such a weird amount of time. And also, reckon they've heard about the 40-minute lull and were like... You just get out before <laughs> then. Yeah. Maybe, the <laughs> maybe people on the podcast, do they know about the 40-minute lull? I don't, I don't think we've ever really spoke about it. So the concept is, that in Edinburgh, when you do an hour-long show at the 40-minute mark, it just dips. It dips. No, but it's not necessarily you. It's the audience's um, attention. Rea- their reaction just gets much, much because lower. Because the research tells us that you know we can't and really focus on more than about 30 minutes at a time. And you know what? When I, when I first started doing hours and I felt a dip, I'd look at my watch, it was always 40. Yeah. It's, 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 it's mad, that, isn't it? But it is always 40. Well, the beauty of it is, is that when I hit the dip at 40, I've got seven and a half minutes to go. And uh, I've, I've, got, I've got closing video, then I'll be shaking my bucket. So that's, they'll be shuffling out about that time. I'm just going to do a tight 20, Mark. Just do a tight, tight 20, mate, with a with, with four bit of audience, bit of audience chat. <laughs> yeah. Um, cool, cool. Okay, what's, how long have we been Can chatting? I ask a question? Yeah, ask me a question. Who's on the podcast this week? Uh, Adele Cliff. Uh-huh, very good. Yeah, do you know Adele Cliff? Yeah, where did you um, record the uh, interview? We um we did a gig together in Huddersfield. It was a preview. Whoa, did you go all the way to Huddersfield for a preview? Yeah, we we I, I went we drove Oh you drove them up to, you drove up together, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. And then we drove back. Huddersfield's far. Yeah, yeah. And and uh, obviously, you know, the the type of guy I am. I yeah. drove Adele to her house. I do hope you did. It would probably have been two o'clock in the morning. Well, I think it was later than that. Yeah, I don't think I got home till 3.30 in the That's morning. That's mental. Was it light? Uh, what's that? It wasn't far off being light. And also, also, I'm very sensible these days when it comes to being tired and driving. So as soon as I got to the point, because norm- okay, so normally on, a, on an average gig day, I will have a nap in the day because I believe that because we have to peak at like eight o'clock, which is when everyone's normally winding down, yeah. I have to have a nap earlier to, to increase jump the peak. start myself. Get you. Get you, got you. Because we were driving all day up to, to Huddersfield, I couldn't have a nap. Yep. I felt all right for the show, 
But on the way back, my eyes started getting yeah. super heavy. So as soon as that happened, pulled into the services. It's really funny. I just had to say to Adele, can you just go and sit in the services for 15 minutes? Did you? Yeah, because I can't have a little nap while no, I was that'd be in the car. Weird. Was, can you imagine that whilst Adele's just sitting there just like... Did she have, well, I guess she's happy because it means that she's not going to get killed when you fall asleep of on course, the wheel. Of course, of course. Yeah, and Adele's lovely. So she, you know, she, she what, what kind of time was it in the services? I reckon... I napped at half one. Wow, so she's in the service at half past one? Yeah, she's Cause that means a busy service. It's not yeah. a d- well, no, no, not I'm not worried about that. It's all CCTV secure. But <laughs> yeah. I'm just thinking is your, your options are closed down with regard what to do. The cotton trader shop will be shut. Yeah? I mean, yeah, yeah. Um, Luckily, this was a good one. Costa was open. And WH Smith seems to never, so ever close. Sometimes it does, actually. But in Cobham, it closes, but everything else, like McDonald's and that, is open. So it's sort of. I've got an idea for, I had a si- idea for a sitcom about uh, um, uh, service stations. Yeah. Um, it's not for now, probably, but uh, just the idea of a really old fashioned one that's just sort of a, a half a mile further than the brand new, big, all spangly, big moto job. That's a so great it's just idea, them just yeah. trying to hold on and sort you of. You probably don't want to give that away on The this drips podcast, and the drabs. Yeah. Well, it's, it's all materials copyrighted, and if anyone it wants is, to yeah. uh, steal it. We've got evidence. Yeah, and they'll be in big, big trouble. Yeah. But, and so. So and literally, all I need is 10 minutes yeah. with my eyes shut. Proper I don't even nap. have to fully nod mm. off. I just have to have 10 minutes with my eyes shut, wake up, feel good as gold, have a cup yeah. of tea, and I'm away. Yeah. And, it was, and I, I was absolutely fine it all the way home. It does make it seem like some sort of military exercise, though, doesn't it? When you're having to stop on the way back, oh, get back at half past three, drive it. Because like, in an ideal world, you'd, you'd get a hotel, wouldn't you? Yeah, you would, yeah. But Those but days are gone. Co- yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, those days are gone for for for. for it's very rare that uh, a club will give you a hotel, but even but getting one yourself. Well, it's your profit. These yeah. days, you, it's going to make you cost cost you money to do it. A lot of time, you wouldn't make any money out of a gig. Mm. Plus, yeah. if you're including fuel. Yeah. And also, it's a bit much to tell Adele she needs to, <laughs> to get a hotel room as well. Like yeah. it, that just wouldn't work. Ask me how much it was per night camping, Mark. How much was it worth per night? Nine camping? pounds a night. Wow. So maybe it's worth investing in a tent. Speaking of service stations, I tell you when we're going to be spending a lot of time in service stations together, Danny. That's on my Quip Off the Mark tour, oh, yeah. where you are supporting me on the majority of the dates. And I am coming to, we are coming to, I say I because you aren't coming to all of them, Barton-on-Humber, Leeds, Chorley, Bristol, Banbury, Brighton, Norwich, Oxford, Burnham-on-Sea, Bridport, Sale, Maidstone, Cambridge, Birmingham, Guildford, London, Derby, Leicester, Carlisle, Liverpool, Dublin... Cardiff and Chelmsford more to be added soon and they're selling really well I'm really chuffed yeah thank I you. saw the sales figures yesterday looking beautiful Th- thank you to everyone who's bought tickets and you can get tickets um, to these shows via the link in my bios on my social media or at marksimmons.co.uk unfortunately I won't be in sale nor will I be in Dublin because I've got a three-day run Totnes, Hope Cove, yeah. Plymouth and get this Mark you guys camp I could camp in my in my <laughs> yeah. campsite for Hope Cove. You can see it. It's the next. It's the next bay across. How oh, is it? Uh, uh, and on that note, I reckon we should uh, play the damn cast. We recorded this just before the previews, right? And then we had a little. Adele went first, and in the interval, we had, we recorded a little bit more just to see how it went. Here it is. Do 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 do. I think this is the first podcast I've done while someone's doing their makeup. I'm a privileged to help <laughs> you tick something off the bucket list, I assume. Yeah, oh, I've been, this has been a, <laughs> it's a lifelong dream of mine. Yeah, um, years and years you've strived to watch someone 
Yeah. Do a bad job with their makeup quickly. Yeah, I, uh, I wanted to be a makeup artist, but they didn't like my application. Hey. There we go. That's I even did a foundation degree. Oh, this is fantastic there work. We go. What a start! What a Aww. start! And you're you're holding the microphone with your knees. You're you're an absolute pro. I'm look. It, I should do this on stage, but apparently it's weird. <laughs> <laughs> I like the idea that in podcast form, people will be like, "How is she holding the microphone with her knees?" <laughs> Don't explain it. Yeah, I mean, that, the the sound levels may be all over the place, but that's what you get, guys. That's what you get with knee That's knee what you get. I have, I have taken full advantage of us doing a preview together. You've got stuff to do. I've got stuff to do, but we're doing the well, podcast. I've got stuff to do. But, it, but the stuff we've got to do is... It's very podcast-related. Podcast-related. Yeah. It's show-related. We are... We've both got... I think we've both got two previews left. Yeah, two um, previews. So what I thought we'd do... Mm. We may not do this, but we'll I thought we could talk happens. about stuff... Yeah. And then you're doing your preview before me, so there'd be an interval. And yeah. if we get chance, I think we could do a little bit of a... little bit of a chat. What do you call it? Like a debrief. A debrief. How and then are we going to debrief yours, or are we going to get in the car and do an in-car debrief of yours? Yeah, I feel like on we need the road to get on the debrief. road, because we've got a four-hour drive oh, yeah. to get Four home. Four-hour, if it goes well. Oh, <laughs> I'm sorry. There. I don't um, know. I know fine. why I'm bringing us down it's before fine. we've even started the gig. as well at some point. Um, yeah. So, <laughs> Cool. I think I, I'm just constantly pressing these little buttons, <laughs> and I don't. Th- I think I'm. Oh, oh my god! I'm do you ever come to your? Do you ever come to your watch for wearing on stage, and just see that it's been counting up for like a day? <laughs> yeah. My stopwatch was on. I haven't used it for two days. It must have been two days of it is counting. Is that one of the vibrating ones? Oh no, this is just oh, a classic just a Casio nine ninety nine. Oh cool, yeah, because nearly all comedians have got this. Uh, people that aren't comedians won't know this, but you will notice a lot of comedians have the same watch. Because oh yeah. Not many watches have a vibration function that you can set up. So once you've done your twenty minutes, it I tells you. Mine doesn't. Mine's just the one that just counts up, just a stopwatch that counts up. But weirdly, I. I, I, I'm always sort of every so often looking at it. So I know what I'm, I don't need it to vibrate, yeah. I don't think. No, I did. Um, my sister's ex-boyfriend gave her, before they were exes, his Fitbit. And then she, later, after they broke up, bought a new Fitbit. So I inherited my sister's ex-boyfriend's <laughs> Fitbit. Oh. Uh, <laughs> I don't have the money for my own, so I just <laughs> take what I'm given. Uh, and I tried it for a little bit, but it's... It was ma- it was like a men's watch, so it's quite massive and made me feel like I was showing off, even though like, yeah, I was yeah. yeah, and also it was um, the screen's not on all the time, so you have to like consciously hold your wrist up to make it start. Which yeah, looks and really that weird. looks like because you don't want the audience. You don't to want the audience to be like, oh, I've got a bus to catch. So yeah, <laughs> that's what they think. That's funny yeah. that because I'm. I'm looking because I don't want to overrun. Yeah, I'm also looking because I want to check I can fit more jokes in, or yeah. like you know. And they f- they think you don't want to be there. Yeah, that's you're the, like, that's oh, the have, have I finished my job yet? Yeah, he's checking. Yeah, it, yeah. So I didn't like it because until it vibrates, you have fuck all idea what's happening. So exactly. or n- f all idea what's happening. I don't know how much swearing you have on this podcast. Say so whatever you want. Oh my whatever, god. Whatever you freaking want. <gasps> um. So Jokes unleashed. So how are you feeling about your preview you're about to do? Uh, I'm excited. We have a nice number of tickets, which is always nice at a preview. Yes. You always do a weird combination of previews where it's like a small number of people in a hostage situation <laughs> and then a normal and number of people judge for a normal show. gig. I think those are only They're useful hard. for learning the show. They're useful for learning. Sometimes you'll get an audience that are properly useful like they're not laughing because they're obligated but they are willing to just laugh and not be self-conscious but that's like 40 percent of the time maximum the rest of the time it's people being polite and smiling along and you're like well it's 
it's a witnessed rehearsal. (laughs) (laughs) And you do have to know it Mm. quite well. Yeah. Because... Because you don't get the you long don't, pauses. You don't get the, p- the pause to think about what's coming next. And no. that's, I really struggle with that because at least with mm. a story, you can get to the end of your story and, and you've been, it's been a while, but yeah. after 10 seconds and then Every another 10 seconds. Every time you check the notebook again, people oh, are like, absolute. this person doesn't know what they're doing. So your, yours, your stuff's a bit more story-based, you uh, said? A little bit. It's like multiple anecdotes that are mm. all vaguely relevant to the same theme i think in this show is yeah. the best way to vaguely describe it so are there <laughs> any jokes in the show that you or jokes that you've dropped from the show that you couldn't quite get to work oh, there's loads i've dropped because i've been like we've all been working on these shows for ages and yeah. i've written loads of new stuff to put in so i've just forced stuff out which is kind of a shame some of the bits i forced out i really like but they right. weren't, weren't as good for the show Can as the bits i put in I have a whole bit about um, shopping for knives. Shopping for knives? Yeah, as in like, so I have a favourite knife and it's, I live in a flat share. I have a favourite knife. It's not actually mine, but you know, yeah. we've lived together about four years and I own a label maker. So Is it a black handled knife? Little black handle, little black, yeah, it's like classic. a pairing Everyone's knife. Favorite. Everyone loves a pairing knife. And then I had a bit about like other type, the shittest kind of knives, there's two. Uh, and then I have a whole bit about why what? I don't want to, the two shittest knives. Yeah, what are they? Uh, they are a steak knife knife it's just a shit bread knife uh <laughs> <laughs> and also uh you know those little guys you get on a cheese board with the horns that are like Ooh, oh that's, yeah, look at me we're fancy th- we're having a cheese board so those horns the prongs are for like picking up the cheese are they? but the end of every other knife is a prong so just yeah. showing off yeah um so yeah, it was about that and then it's basically the whole thrust of the bit was i i don't want to lose this knife when this house share breaks up because i don't like shopping for knives because i find it awkward because you can't really browse, right? Like not for as long as you want to. Um, and then yeah. <laughs> I had a weird new bit that me and my director put in a while ago that was very odd. Where it was like, um, yeah, I find shopping for knives a bit like um, shopping. I try and shop for knives in the same way I shop for tampons, which is I see them from a distance and I scoop them into my trolley on the move. And then if I'm wrong, the next month's fucked. But <laughs> then we had a like add-on where we were like. Um, they won't let you try them out in the store. And, you know, sometimes I like to get them out and, you know, toss them at a dartboard and see if the tampon sticks. Yeah, uh, yeah, nice, nice. <laughs> which was fun. And it was uh, the whole bit was fun. And it was quite fun to ask the audience if they had a favourite knife or, like, what types of knives they liked. None of it was relevant to what the show's about. So When you like said, because when you said, said about <laughs> throw it at the dartboard, I thought you were going to do a switch. Mm. But I didn't know... But you said stick, so that adds mm. an extra yeah. to it that it's, it's, it's a used one, right? Is that well, yeah, I suppose it is in that joke. Like, I did various versions of it where it was like the implication was used or not used, or have I just been sharpening them? It was all very unclear. And what was the reaction to the different versions? Um, most of them were all kind of like, oh, she's a bit odd. Did you get any errs in that? I did once or, or twice get like ones where maybe a third of the audience were like, Huh? And right. kind of a like, are you being gross or am I just not getting the joke way? Because I'm good, not really trying to be gross. That's a good switch, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, I, I think it's a funny switch. It's it, like but, it, but it didn't have the effect of a, a, a reveal, a good reveal. It had sort of the effect of a good reveal. I'm not doing it really justice because I haven't been doing it for a few months because I dropped it from the show. But, but did you drop it because it wasn't hitting? I dropped it, it because fit? it was a long enough bit that it felt like I was trying to significantly make knives a part of the show, but they were not 
yeah. in any way relevant to the show. Because the first bit's great because it's like mm. the first bit about the different sorts of knives is a nice observational bit. Yeah. You could see a McIntyre or someone exactly. sort of picking that apart. Open your knife drawer, see what's in your knife drawer. Yeah. yeah. And then it goes and then it goes to a personal anecdote or is it an anecdote or just your experience of not wanting to buy knives? Yeah. Well and then I was also linking it in with some other material I had about like living in a house, sharing some of it's still in there about breaking and stuff like that. So it was nice it all flowed nicely. It's just that when it got down to it, I was like, this bit isn't actually necessary. It's not leading into anything or leading out of anything. It's just a bit that I, I had, find funny. I had a knife joke that didn't really work. Was it not sharp enough? Hey, <laughs> come on. Oh my God, stop the podcast now. We're never going to top it. <laughs> no, I haven't started recording yet. <laughs> no. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to Quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Um, so it was about, basically, you shouldn't, you shouldn't mug someone with a knife because mm. they'll stab you. Yeah. So I like that. But it, does, it, didn't, it doesn't have enough of a... I don't, I don't know what it is. I don't know if they don't... I think it's Get maybe it, the the actual truth of the fact that frequently people with knives have their own knives used on them, which means that... Do they? Yeah. Quite, like carrying a weapon right. is giving someone else who gets that weapon off you a weapon. Yeah, of isn't course. It? I mean, obviously, that's an overly so simplification. Oh, no, 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 no. That is... No, I think you've mis- might have misread what I meant. Oh, okay. I, th- I think this might be the issue. I know, I know that in your joke, the person with the knife is the one who you are mugging. Not the one who's doing the mugging, right? Hang on. I can't even remember the joke now. <laughs> so, yeah, I think you are right then. You're with it. So, I just mean so that I said you shouldn't mug someone. So, I'm mugging someone who's already got a knife. Yeah. And then you'll get stabbed. Yeah. But so, you think that because, because sometimes they think that I might, I might, me with my knife might still get stabbed. Yeah. I think that might so be that's the, the, confusion. the issue of it. Ah, because, yeah. I, to me at least, it's obvious that the person you with the knife is not you. You with a knife. Even if it's a really, ni- even if they've got a really nice. Because we had a bit in this um, bit, me and my friend, that we wrote about knives, and we put an extra bit. We had a bit about the cheese knife in there. We were like, um, we were talking about what a stupid knife it is, and then we were like, look, let's be honest, it's a hell of a signature move 
pulling out a cheese knife, but <laughs> it would be the kind of signature move where afterwards they'd be like, oh my God, did you hear about that guy who got in one fight and then died? Uh, <laughs> so it's not quite the signature you want to have. <laughs> yeah, maybe if it's like um, the other day I mugged someone with a knife. Hmm? So I've now got their knife. Yeah, that's I, I like that. That's just you much say more. say knife twice, but I don't know if it matters. Sometimes that like that feels like one of the jokes where the repetition is serving yeah. the punchline as opposed to diminishing. I, I was thinking of that that nice Gary Delaney line mm. that he where where he oh I, I, last time I hit, last time I was here I had sex. Uh, no, no. Last time I was here, I was o- offered sex. Had mm. to disappoint her. We had sex. Nice. So you're saying sex <laughs> twice, yeah. but if that that's, that's an nice. example of one, it doesn't matter. Well, almost it makes it better in that joke. It's a really yes. small group of jokes where the repetition really mm. uh, amps it up. But yeah. yeah, that would work in that one because I like because that's a more innocent one where nobody that. in that joke gets stabbed, but there is still yeah, the so same it doesn't add twist. That. So it doesn't add the kind of people yeah. being actually concerned. Yeah, but I mug <laughs> someone with a knife. Now I've so got now a knife. I've got so now I've got a knife. Yeah. So now I've got a knife. So now, yeah. yeah. Do you think now I've got a knife rather than their knife? Yeah, I think now I've got a knife. I've mugged someone with a knife. So now I've got a knife. It yeah. feels I good. like that. It feels nice. Maybe it feels I'll try. I'll do it. I'll do it tonight. Silly and fun. Yeah. Because I have got a joke. I've got a bit about when I got mugged in Edinburgh mm. a few, like, a few, quite a few years ago. And because my phone got nicked recently... It was just in my mind, so I did it, and it, it was really nice doing it again, so I, I've, I've sort of updated it a little it bit. It's sometimes nice, isn't it, when you let yourself forget a piece and then try and do it from memory, and you actually only remember the really good bits yes. to it, and yeah, then yeah, put yeah. in some other extras that weren't there. I was literally talking mm. to my friend about that earlier, who hasn't done comedy for years, mm. and he, he was telling one of his friends a joke, and he, he missed out a, a bit in the middle, and then he was like, that bit was not needed, and he insisted on doing it all the time before. Yeah, Sun- suddenly you're like, oh, I was an idiot when I wrote this. Why yeah, did yeah. I think I needed that little extra quirky <laughs> line? So uh-huh. so knives, that, that... Knives, are I've dropped uh, knives. I had an old joke as well, it might have been mentioned on the podcast before, mm. about um, I used to throw knives at the circus, mm. and then the joke be throwing them at the circus. Yeah. But I could never quite get a punchline that. Is it like I used to throw knives at the circus, made a lot of holes in the tent, something like that? No, because you could still be throwing knives for Mm. the circus and making. That's the trouble. It's it's quite hard to. to, So you can't take it at face value? It is quite, yeah, because there is several ways to do it. Originally, I'd say because I really hate the circus. Yeah. Because I wanted to stab the circus, but it's not even. The circus you can't is stab like a too circus. much of a big all-encompassing thing. To yes. like, is it I the people or the tent or is it the venue? I think the that's the issue. Yeah. Because I imagined mm. the circus is sort of driving past, and yeah. I'm throwing knives at them. Yeah. Also, I'm throwing knives at some, someone. It's not nice. Yeah, it's is it's it? not the nicest. Yeah. But there was something in it. So knives yeah. is dead. What else is dead? Knives are dead. I I took out a bit about going to see a sex show in Amsterdam because again, it was like it's funny. It's fine, but it works quite well for a late night gig in Edinburgh anyway. And again, was it, it a specialist one? I had a video the other day, mm. one of my clips where mm. w- the audience members went to watch. It was a, what was it? Star Wars sex show on Segways. Oh my God. So the one. Niche. Yeah, mine was. So the whole bit is about going to see the sex show and having the Pirates of the Caribbean films ruined for me. Because I went in and there was this couple on stage, although couple might be too romantic. I think I mean colleagues. <laughs> uh, and they were having sex dressed up as pirates in time to the Pirates of the Caribbean theme music, <laughs> which will ruin a franchise for you. <laughs> uh, and then I just had a few little bits about that. And it was always funny uh, and does work well and did work well. And I've used it in clubs and I still do. But it just 
within my show i couldn't quite work out why, why i felt there. i needed i was just putting it in because naturally i would put that next to where the bit it was in a club set there must be some examples of franchises that would really be in- inappropriate to have oh like yeah harry potter there's or definitely something, something there yeah yeah no there's there's there could be more to it as well but yeah again it was it was like the knife thing like i'm still fond of that bit it's yes. just not as you think it might make it into another show it down could the be line. in another show it might just be a bit that i use for spots and things because yeah. i like in edinburgh you do a lot of uh, random spots at other shows and i was worried that i'm showing them 10 minutes yeah, of my show so if you've and got then some they stuff that you, yeah you don't wait if you've got eight minutes that's not in your show then they only see a little bit of your intro then they haven't seen the best bits yes and brilliant yeah it's it's nicer i like doing like the ones where you're improvising or you're doing mm. a panel show or something like that where they see you they n- decide whether you're funny but you don't give away yeah all your punchlines. so what so have you got any bits that that just didn't work at all uh that, that you liked probably that i dropped a while ago so i have a joke that's still in the show because i just refuse to drop it because i'm <laughs> attached to it right. um <laughs> and the first half of the joke always works it's definitely staying in it doesn't need the second half the second half is a callback that is arguably uh, the problem is it's too far uh, away from the first joke uh, really uh, so so the callback is about the joke you're about to you're, you're the joke you dropped or is it about a no joke no earlier? so the both jokes are still in there the yes. first joke Always works, is staying in, will stay in the show regardless. The callback, yeah. I might have to admit, I can't quite make work. I find it funny. It sometimes gets a few people in the audience and it's a bit silly and clever. It's a throwaway line, so I can mm. keep it in. But also... Do you think they've forgotten about the original joke? I think that is the problem. It's like maybe 15 minutes between the two, something like enough time that realistically they could have forgotten. It's got to be a strong first joke if well I think to keep staying in their memory. Like. Yeah, and it will stay in the memory. The The trickiness of the follow-up is the first joke's about... Sh- Excuse me. Oh, my God. We have a weird-sounding dressing room. I yeah. bet I didn't even hear it on there. That happens Oh, no, sometimes. probably not. We're just going to sound like we got super <laughs> distracted. Yeah. Um, the first half of the joke is all about Schrodinger's cat, or it's like um, a Schrodinger's cat joke, and the... A what? A Schrodinger's cat joke. Schrodinger's. Schrodinger's cat. It's I don't a know what that is. Schrodinger's cat is a principle of quantum physics, but a lot of people have heard of it. The idea oh, is, yeah, if there's a cat that. in a box, it's dead and alive <laughs> at the same time until you check. So if the, if you if there's a cat in the box, you can't see into the box and you can't hear. Yes. You don't know if the cat's dead or alive. Yes. So it's actually dead and alive at the same time. Is the that's how it's quantum. The th- it's the theory. That's the theory. It. That's how it works in quantum physics. And you only find out about its state when you open the box and look at it. So that could be about anyone you can't see. Yeah, yeah. So I've got a joke about a whether or not someone's dead, and then I just refer to them, them as Schrodinger's Gerald because right. they're dead and alive because I don't know if they're dead or alive. Yeah. And then the joke within it is that's one of the jokes, and then the s- subsequent joke is that. My friend is the one who suggested their Schrodinger's Gerald, and I don't. I misinterpret by by being like, "Oh, what? So if I ring a bell, they eat a biscuit." So I'm just doing a Pavlov's dog joke in there right. as well. Yes, which is fine and funny and gets a laugh there and works. And then I move on from that bit. And later, yeah. I have a bit where I say, "Midnight's my favourite time of day because it's yesterday and tomorrow at the same time." Oh, okay, nice. it's Pavlov's day, which is actually. Me again doing a callback to me the f- getting Schrodinger's cat wrong because yes. really it would be like Schrodinger's day with you, yes. So, and you say that's the bit that doesn't always it. hit, it doesn't always hit, it always seems to get like a few people. It's not a big laugh anyway, it's a silly, like it's I clever, feel clever laugh. Yeah. Um, but I just it's just such a silly idea that I'm clever enough to relate the theory to yes. that midnight, but stupid enough to still think yeah. it's the dog one and not 
the cat one. Do you talk about the dog one before? Are you are you relying on everyone knowing? I'm relying Pavlov's on everyone knowing Pavlov's dog. dog. I feel like that's definitely. Yeah. I feel like most people should know that. But people do get it, and they get the first joke. They know it's Pavlov's dog. The only reason right. there's, there's firstly. The second one is quite far away, just in terms of time. I've said loads of jokes in between. They've been distracted. Secondly, I never say Pavlov in the first joke, so I am relying upon them. Plenty of people know Pavlov's dog, but maybe don't know the name Pavlov off the cuff as quickly as they would. Of course, yeah. So I am relying upon them suddenly being like, ah, yes, she's clever enough to know that, but stupid enough to still get it wrong. It's... It sort of works, and I'm going to try it again tonight because I just refuse to drop it. Well, we'll, we'll report back <laughs> later on <laughs> how that goes. back on how well it goes. I just, I'm, I'm just fond of it. It's silly. I like it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. What else have you got? What else have I got? I have a couple of, like, um, new ones. One of them I'm going to put in the show just because I think it's a f- silly, fun one-liner, and one I think is, they're both of the same genre, which are kind of like, I would call them, like, but actually, or, like, well, actually jokes. Mm. Uh, and the first one, which I don't think is good enough for the show, is... A lot of people say age is just a number, but it's actually three letters, uh, <laughs> which is just stupid. Yes, that's great. Uh, yeah, and then the second one, which is better, which I've put in the show, which is one of my friends suggested I might enjoy a head massage, <laughs> but I prefer it when they use their hands, <laughs> which is kind of the same, like, stupid. Yes, with you. Sorry, I, the, yeah. I, did, no, I clocked the second one, but I was still mm. thinking about the first one. Still thinking about the age one. Yeah, so what, what are the uh, reactions to those jokes? I haven't done the age one on stage because I just don't think it's good enough yet. So the th- with the age one, mm. say the age one again? A lot of people say age is just a number, but it's actually just three letters. Uh, do you think mm. the fact that you say three Yeah. makes a... It might make it not work. I did also think there was a version where I thought where it's going to be like, but sometimes it's it's several numbers. But I don't know if that's me being an idiot because oh, like 71 is still one number, yeah, but it's not a seven and a one. It, so it's no, I don't, I don't. Yeah, yeah I think you, I think the fact that it's a word. Yeah, I think the word is the better version. I just am not sure if that oh. version is strong enough. Why can't you say it's just it's actually a word? Yeah, I suppose so. Um, a lot of people age say is age is just a number. It's actually a word. Also, oh no, it's also a word. It's also a word. That's yeah, better. that is a nicer way to it, at least. Because they say age is just so the just yeah. part, because it's mm. just a number. It's yeah. not just a number, but it's also oh. a word. I feel like that. Yeah, I that, feel like that, that, would, that is the nicely. way that would work better. I'm gonna write that down. Write it down. Write it that's down. That's what we're here for. That's what we like to hear. Yeah. Bit of notepad <laughs> jotting. Uh, and the second one was the head massage one. I like. Yeah, I like and that, that one does get a laugh because it's just silly, really. Really silly. Uh, and uh, it's do, you, do you say you are you giving the head massage? No, I'm implying does that. Make it funnier if you're doing it. Or I not? think it could, but then I think in the situation where I'm giving a head massage, I don't quite know if the oh. punchline can make the same amount no, of so sense. You've got to be careful of the connotation of head and massage. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, I hadn't even thought about that. Far not too no, neither, neither did I. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know why. I just someone just mentioned it. Oh no, I've got plenty. I've got enough rude jokes in my show oh, that there would be someone who'd be like, oh, blowjobs. Yeah, yeah. um, That's the thing. If you have to, if you, if it comes, oh, that's the wrong word. <laughs> if it comes off the back, every word here is going to sound wrong. If it, if it comes off the back of some ruder jokes and maybe they're looking for that yeah I don't, know. I, I don't think that's an issue actually. I don't think people are really looking for it but there's also the way you said it the first time the way I said is, the first time uh, and I've done it is um, a friend of mine suggested I might enjoy a head massage but I prefer it when they use their hands yes which is just silly it's not yeah. the most sophisticated joke but it's just a bit silly yeah, and you, oh, you're using that, are you? Yeah. yeah, well, I have in the last, like, three previews or something, I only wrote it recently. Yeah. And it's got enough of a laugh, every one of them, mm. that I haven't decided to take it out for, for now. <laughs> do, 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 do. 
Greetings. Greetings. So you have just come off stage. I'm going on stage shortly. Nice. Nice audience. Good gig. Well done. Yeah, thanks. They were very lovely. I was just saying it's nice when they just immediately trust that you're going to be good. So they just go for the first few jokes and you don't have to win them over. They're just onside. Yeah, they were. Which is really nice. Yeah, because I mean, people that aren't comedians probably won't realise, but like in a regular comedy night, you have a compare who goes on like a cold audience gets the audience warm and then yeah. you come on and do your act but when you're doing edinburgh or any talk well actually tour shows you can have a warm-up yeah but with edinburgh you you go on cold so yeah. you, it's, it's, a, it's tough it can be tough well, and you are always following the admin of them checking tickets and finding seats and yeah. getting their coats off and stuff so it's all like and a lot of acts have to you have to yeah. make the de- decision whether you're going to do some compare bits at the top which i don't yeah. ever do i do a tiny bit of kind of like it's nice to like thanks so much for coming type stuff but i've yeah. sort of incorporated you kind of worked that. you kind of worked your material mm. into a question just just to kind of make them feel like they're being involved yeah. yeah i do that and like the joke i have at the beginning about the brochure it's specifically designed so i can thank them for coming but have a right. joke got you yeah um oh, I, sh- I should tell people that joke otherwise i'm just being mysterious the joke i make is so my name is adele um so the joke i make is that i'm in edinburgh i'm thrilled to have you all in the audience I absolutely love people who come to the biggest arts festival in the world with thousands of show, flip open the brochure to A and go, fuck it, that'll do. Yeah, yeah that worked really well. <laughs> yeah, they really went for it there, which is nice because sometimes at previews, it's a j- bit jarring to talk about a different audience that they aren't, but they y- just, right. they got it. Yeah, yeah. Huddersfield for all the gigs. <laughs> so it's interesting seeing the um, the joke we were talking about. The um, the Pavlov one? Yeah, but what's the word? It's I still don't know the word of the thing before that. Oh, uh, the Schrodinger one? Yeah. Yeah. So I didn't... Ri- so you don't you don't tell them anything about that? No, I am relying upon them knowing it. Yeah, I don't. Mm. I think some of them did, but I don't think they yeah. all do. Although in all of my previews, always enough people do. Yeah. And I think I don't want to dumb it down for people. And like even the people who don't fully get it yeah. probably know that they know vaguely what it is. Yeah. And I don't want to be like, so do you all but know the this Pavlov physics thing? line worked? Yeah. After the, it, the Pavlov line within their hair but really the works back, well. The callback is so far like, away. Yeah, and it's always like it's quite far removed from yeah. the, like knowing the original. And also, I suppose, because it's, like it's I said almost before, like a, it's like a throwaway when you do the first one. So it's, all, it's not even. It's, it's like it is not logged in their consciousness. Yeah, and I don't say the word Pavlov, and I'm not making a point. I'm just implying, and I'm an idiot. Oh, what? Let's hold. Let's hold for the pipes. Hold for the pipes. No. What, do you, what do you mean you don't mention Pavlov? Oh, well, I don't say Pavlov. Oh, hold for the pipes. <laughs> In the first joke, I say um, Schrodinger's Gerald, and then I say what? So if I ring a bell, he eats a biscuit, which is the Pavlov dogs. But I never say the name Pavlov. I so I don't. You did. No, I don't give them that. They just know it. But it does mean that when I do the callback, they I'm relying heard. upon them knowing Pavlov's the person who's famous for that because people sort of know the ringing the bell and giving yeah, a dog food. Yeah. But Pavlov is the name behind that. No, I didn't yeah. even clock that you didn't say the word. And, no. I, and you actually did say that earlier in when I was talking no, to no, you. No, no, it here. feels like I do because I've already yeah. said Schrodinger's, but I don't say Pavlov's. And yeah. I think, I mean, the unfortunate thing is, it's just too far away and it's too weird and I probably have to dump it. But You uh, probably, well, watching that the preview second, there, yeah. you're, you're, you're so consistent with laughs, it does stand out. Yeah, it's tricky. Uh, it's a shame me and my director... Uh, or Paul Byrne, who was a very good director, yeah. and well, still is, but arguably is not contributing to my show as much now because he died. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we really liked that joke, and it made us laugh really solidly for oh, ages. So, you keep it in. so I want to keep it in, but also the reason it made us laugh is it was too silly. 
Yes. And that's the problem. And it is too silly compared yeah. with the jokes around it. Like, it's it. a baffling joke. I might just keep it and be like, fuck it. For the people who really get it. For the people who really get it, they enjoy it. it. I'm, yeah. I don't know. I'll toy with it. I think, I mean, especially at a preview like that, it's a noticeable, obvious bit where I am saying what I think is a punchline and not enough people are getting it. Mm. If it was even more of a side, I could maybe get away with it if it was like yeah, so you completely feel like, you a side. Like you, you have to comment on it afterwards. Mm. Yeah, which I think makes. It's it, hard it, to it judge. Of ease, it kind of, it does sort of, mm. my gut instinct would say don't ever comment, but it does actually you can get a good tell the audience. It, and it, it tells the audience that you know. That they, and that, mm. that it's just that they don't get it. Yeah. And also it's telling them that like, they're not wrong not to get it. Hold, I'm acknowledging. Hold for pipes. <laughs> hold for pipes. What is going on with that pipe? That's boop, boop, boop. I think it must be taps in the toilets. Oh, and it's, that a, inter- one. it's the interval. And it's the interval. So ah, we're going to get a lot of them. Yeah. Dang it. But okay, any other thoughts? Any other thoughts? Head, did I have any other thoughts off the top of my head? They like my light a bra, but I did fuck it up. You, yeah, you, 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 yeah, that's did, a real spoiler like for the end it, of my show. You, yeah, but you... Oh, oh it's... Don't, don't tell them. It's fine. But, but yeah. they liked my prop, but I did fuck up 50% of it. Yes. Yeah. yeah. But well, it's it's kind of still... But if you can make that... Maybe, maybe that could be... You could work that in somehow. I think what I can do and what I should do if I was more theatrical... But I don't have an acting background, so I've done acting, but it's always been comedy acting and sketches and stuff. Mm. Whereas if I'd done theatre acting, I would be happy and confident in not milking, but slowing down, like and taking a bow and taking my time. But I'm yeah, not yeah. because that's just not a thing I've ever done, and I could do it if I took more time over that. Hold which for I'm pipes. Hold for pipes. Meep. Might call my next show "Hold for Pipes." Hold for pipes. <laughs> yeah. So I think if I. Let myself have, and remember that time is always going slow, like slower than you think it is. So if I take three seconds to take a bow, it's not a minute, which it feels yes. like. Yes, of uh, course. And I probably could do that in a minute, yeah. <laughs> slash three seconds. But yeah, it's, it's fine. I practice. mean, even if it doesn't quite work, it still gets a good laugh. Yeah, yeah, it does. It did. Yeah, yeah. it's a nice little ending because you already got the, the. You almost had ended anyway. Yeah, well, it's it like was. This is a a bonus ending, like the first ending that I do with the lights on and speaking is the actual ending. And then I was like, well, it would be a funny, mm. funny prop to have. It's a bonus laugh. Like, did you see Glenn Moore's show? Um, I've or seen a lot of Glenn's stuff, but I haven't seen the full show. It was the, I think it was the one that got nominated for the award. It was a brilliant show. Um, so I think it must have been that one. He did the whole, sh- he had a joke really early on in the show about keeping a dinner plate down his trousers. It was really silly. And it was like, 15 minutes in, yeah. really silly joke. At the end of the show, 55 minutes, and Glenn Moore jumps, like, jumps around and is always moving. He pulls yeah. a dinner plate out the back of his trousers yeah. and it's so yeah. good. Yeah. That's great. <laughs> I mean, this is not at that level, but it's a nice joke. That's <laughs> oh, great. Thanks. Okay, let's, let's let let's you do your preview. Adele Cliff! Hashtag Awooga! There she was. Great stuff. Good episode. Any feedback, let us know at Jokes with Mark across all social media. Uh, there will be bonus content over on the Patreon, patreon.com forward slash Jokes with Mark. Go check that out. Loads of other stuff on there. More from me and Danny. Um, let's get cracking. Anything more from you, Danny? Nothing more from me, Mark. Anything more from you, Mark? Nothing more for me, Danny. Hashtag Aruga, everybody. The biggest names in tennis are coming to Paris for the most anticipated Roland Garros in years. Tennis Channel Plus is your place to watch. Stream every court from your phone or smart TV live in HD. 
Experience three weeks of unparalleled tournament access as the world's top players in tennis face off against each other. Will the veteran champions continue their dominance or will a fresh face emerge to challenge their legacy on the clay courts? Daily live coverage of this epic showdown begins Monday, May 20th. Don't miss a matchup. Stream it now with Tennis Channel Plus to be there when it happens. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to Quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 